Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Cairns, and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring our favorite beers and breweries to life. That's our mission statement. We keep it simple. We try not to murk it up too much, and we're having a great time doing it. My name again, like I said, is AJ16OZ Canvas, the 16-ounce canvas. That's us, 16OZCanvas.com. However you came to us, we are grateful, we are excited, and we're looking forward to bringing you another great episode. And this week, this week, folks, is no different. This week's featured artist is Chad Eaton. We came to learn of Chad from the work that he does with Great Notion Brewing. But Chad is a great story. It's really exciting to share his kind of passport life. You know, he's got his U.S. and world travel and his story. And just really, uh, really was a great time to talk to Chad. I like Chad because he's he's pretty mellow, pretty laid back. And you could tell first he probably wasn't really, you know, into the idea of talking about himself, and a lot of the artists don't. I think to sit with a stranger, and a lot of times we're doing it over the phone or, you know, Skype or something of that nature, and there's no in-person aspect of it. So to sit there and really talk about yourself for, for a long period of time can be a little weird. But, you know, we got Chad to open up. It was a great opportunity. Really you know, enjoyed hearing his story. It's a great story of, you know, hard work, being unique, putting your own, you know, stamp on things. And, you know, I'm just a huge fan of his work. I love his black and white stuff. I really love the, you know, thick, heavy lines, the characters he developed. We talk a little bit about that. If you want to, you know, follow along with, you know, Chad's work, you know, TimberPS.com, TimberPS on Instagram, and then his newest project and feelings on Instagram. You can learn more about that also. We do touch about that in the interview. So, we're having a great old time. We really appreciate you, you know, being here with us each week. We're seeing the, the response continue to grow. We've got some cool information we'll hopefully be sharing soon. This is completely different than the eighth season, which I know I've been mentioning a few times. But life got in the way. As we mentioned last week, my brother got married. I was the best man. We crushed a speech. I don't know. If we get some, if we get a clip of it, maybe we'll, we'll post it up there for you. But it was just really a great time to to spend some time with uh, family and friends. We were down at the New Jersey Shore, and we kind of were there at the tail, I guess, the beginning of of the the storm coming through. You know, down there there was already some flooding, some power outages. Uh, one of our family friends' cars was shorted out, kind of uh, flooded. So we are kind of right at the the beginning of a huge hurricane that's coming through and we just want to let everybody know that you know please be safe if there's anything that we can do you know definitely let us know if if you can please donate to the red cross and really just you know this hurricane hurricane florence is going to really you know it's really going to fuck some shit up and people are going to be you know in, in a bad place and so if you can please do if you can volunteer if you can take somebody in Just please go the extra mile. And hopefully when you listen back to this episode years later, you know, as we we continue to move along, you know, it'll be be one of these afterthoughts. 
I love weather, love meteorology. I think it's really great. I love science, but this is one of those times when I just hope that they're wrong because it's getting a little scary, and we're hoping everybody's safe. So be safe and donate to the Red Cross if you can. As I said, we are featuring Chad Eaton this week, episode number 78, Setenta Iocho, and we are just having a wonderful time, and we're happy to share this episode with you. We've we broke the golden rule of drinking the Great Notion beer before we talked to Chad because we wanted to have their beers for you know a few years now. So shameless plug here. If you are a Great Notion person, trader, or just local, and you want to trade some beers, get in touch. AJ at 16ozcanvas.com. We'd love to hook up something and get some more of those uh, badass beers. Whew, blueberry muffin. Dope as shit. Anyway, let's get right into it right now. Without further ado, here it is, Chad Eaton, TimberPS.com, TimberPS on Instagram. I'm AJ. This is the 16-ounce canvas, and we're going to do what we do. So here it is. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Really excited to have with us today, checking in from Los Angeles, California, Chad Eaton, we came to learn of Chad through the work that he's done with Great Notion Brewing. So thanks so much, Chad, for, for making the time. Glad to have you back in the States and uh, able to connect. Hi. Cool, man. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I was oh. shutting my door just to make sure that no sound came in. Yeah, you sound good. You sound good. So I appreciate I appreciate okay, that. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so thanks so much for uh, you know for making the time. I, I'm really excited uh, to hear about your stories. My and, pleasure. All right. Famous last words, Chad. Famous last words. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm a big fan of your work. You know, I kind of, uh, you know, once I, I've been kind of following along with your, your story for a while, actually, I think I'd kind of fallen into your work before you were actually teamed up with uh, great notions. So that was really cool to see that uh-huh. it kind of come full circle. I really love your, uh-huh. your thick line work and, you know, your, the murals that you do and the, the real, the level of detail uh-huh. for your, you know, your hobos and the bear and the whole crew. So I, yeah, I definitely, I really, yeah. I really, I'm a, I'm a fan. So it's really just kind of cool that you know now that we're able to to, to connect and kind of learn a little bit more about Chad. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. I don't know. It's, it's been a fun, fun career so far. So yeah. So so kind of yeah. I'll keep doing more. Yeah. Right. You're busy as hell. You just got back from your what European trip where you were. Seems yeah, like you're putting I kind of do like that crazy. Every, every summer. I kind of like head over there for like the whole summer, and then I go back in the fall. Cause I do a lot, a lot over there with uh, the element skateboards, but like the European side. Okay. And then I also do now that I've been going there so much, I connect with so many other people that I've met from going there and do random art projects or whatever. So it's like I kind of have like a whole nother life on the European continent. Nah, y'all, it's a good place to be. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely was jealous yeah. when you were like, "Uh, we yeah, were trying to book chat," and it was like, oh, "I can't. I got, I'll be in Europe for a couple months." And I was like, "Bastard." Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it sounds a little bit more glamorous than it probably actually is. I'm like, you know, I might be like on the beach, but I'm like drawing on the beach every day. So it's like the work never stops. I'm always doing both i never have vacation i never have full work i'm always like living this like 
life that's constantly both. I can do whatever I want, then I have to be working while I'm doing it. Yeah, it's like a tra- yeah, yeah, I it's never, a- I never, I never just go. Oh, oh I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not touching a pencil or something. I'm, that's never happening for me. But is that like? Would you be cool with that though? Too like, I feel like you'd probably not know what to do with yourself if it was like if somebody yeah, said like, you couldn't draw this month. I'm like what? I just figure. I don't know. For me, I'm like I think that if I'm trying to get away from something, it means I shouldn't probably be doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like a I don't know. It's like I if if I'm like I need to escape my work, and I'm like man, I need to rethink what I'm doing. <laughs> so I kind of yeah, I want to do it. So it's it's not I like I call it kind of I call it a jobby. It's like a hobby job. I would do it anyway, but I happen to get paid to do it. You know. Yeah, it's kind of the dream. Yeah, but you know, I've met some people that are not. They're not into that. Like they like to like leave work where work is and then live a normal life where I'm like in bed at night and I have like my stuff next to me, my work stuff. And you know, and it's it's a lot of girls I've been with in the past that don't understand that and stuff like that. Like I have a drawing table that like rolls over to, on the top of my bed at night and I can like drawing it if I really want to or like I don't know stuff like that's always around yeah so some people just just, they don't like that but for me it's like the only way I don't know I can do it yeah I mean I I think that some people embody that and it's really part of who they are and you know it's like oh it's so cool Chad that you travel and can see the world but it's like well yeah but I also can do that because of the art that you're not really cool with me doing cool with me doing right now right yeah Yeah, and it's funny people like imagine like oh that's that's great that you're like you know traveling and seeing all these cool things but they're not seeing the side of it where I'm like I have to finish this five designs by two days from now and you know now I'm like in a place where it's really hard to finish it or, you know like, yeah you're distracted yeah it's just the other side of it and yeah but I don't know yeah I know I can't I, complain it's fun. yeah I yeah it's kind of the yin and yang right I, I mean I have a you'll be surprised right podcasts aren't really paying the bills these days but I have a job and we go to conferences and it's like oh you're going to this city for this awesome conference and it's like no yeah I'm like I'm literally yeah. I mean, yes I'm in that city but like I'm in a building it, that's yeah, like, fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but like right. I don't go outside. Exactly. Like I'm not like, I'm not like hitting up the town. You know, it's like all right. You know, you're dancing yeah. and doing a lot of stuff. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I try to like see things and do all that too. But you know, it's it's the both of them. You know. Yeah, I, it's it's a hard balance, especially because it's not as tradi- yeah. it's not as traditional. Like. No one's going to say to you, like, all right, Chad, do you start working at 8 a.m.? It's like, well, or 9 a.m. or whatever. Whenever you start, that's when you – it's more like deadline yeah. driving, which is which is difficult. It's not for everybody. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I stay up till like, 5 in the morning because somebody needs something that's, like, due the next day or, you know. And another really hard part about this is, like, I have to invent what I'm doing. Like, no one's in there telling me, like, oh – move these boxes from there to here and I'll pay you. It's like, I have to like think up, you know, that's like another whole, like most of my job is just like happening in my mind of like, I have to like imagine like, Oh, what I need to draw 
all the times I'm always thinking and thinking and thinking. So if I'm just like sitting on the bus or something, whatever, I'm like, I'm still kind of working. I'm just like working out stuff in my mind, you know? Now, do you always carry it? Do you have a sketchbook you carry with you? Is that, is that how you kind of get it out of your yeah. head? Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's like uh, my sketchbooks kind of look like scribble, like little doodles at thumbnail kind of style. Like I'm not like a very good sketchbook artist. I'm more of like a final final piece artist i'm like it's more just like ideas and like layouts and stuff that i i imagine or they're really bad little scribbles but yeah i've got i've got that kind of thing cool now i also even i'll even take notes in my phone of like ideas that if i don't have a book with me well, voice memos or what you're thinking that's good yeah i think that's always... yeah voicemails are yeah just little notes or whatever you know if i i just Gotta, I gotta remember to like write it down because I know I forget a lot about yeah. things. Oh yeah, me too. And it's like I had this great idea, so I just started texting myself like I'm like a like another person. I'm just like da da da, and then like yeah, so yeah, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> it shows up twice, but yeah. I mean that's like whatever. It's not a big deal. You yeah. just, I see it. I'm like, oh, that's what yeah. I was thinking. And it's like that was a terrible idea, yeah. or that was a good idea. Yeah, it works out. Yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> Two days later, you're like that was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, whatever. You know, you, you can't hit a home run every time. So, yeah. so, so, Chad, how did you get into drawing? Because I mean, what I love is your style is really unique. You know, your characters are, you know, the the detail and depth and the, you know everything. I just, I mean, I'm a big fan. And so, I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, how you kind of got into that? Um, you know? Well, it, it. I mean, to get to the style that I'm doing right now, it took a, took a little bit of time. I think. Yeah, and going through different different ways. Um, I mean, I drew and stuff when I was a kid, but I I kind of stopped for a really long time. And I think I don't know when I was I think like twelve I stopped drawing or doing any art at all. And I think I started like skateboarding and doing all that, and that just kind of like absorbed my life. And then uh, and then right when I started getting like older, I think I was like. Let's say I was like 20, I don't know. I forgot how old I was. It was like 2006 or something, 2005, where I like started picking it up again. And and I think like, and it, what really sparked it was I had a, a friend of mine get like a random job, like working for some skate shop or something like that. And this guy that owned it needed like some like, you know, creative ideas and and they kinda of reached out to me randomly and then uh and also at the time I was working just like a like a dumb job like screen printing T shirts and so what happened was this this guy like, you know, I made all these ideas and stuff and he asked me if I could do some shirts for him, so I like the first time I ever drew anything for like commercial reasons. And then, you know, he ended up not paying me for the stuff I drew. And it was the first time I ever done it. So I was like, huh, I'm just going to take this stuff and print it myself and give it to friends or whatever. And that's like kind of how I got started with like, you know, re-sparked the art in me more. It's like, I was like, oh, wow this is kind of fun to like draw something. And then I, I knew how to print. So I put it on t-shirts and then gave it away to people. 
And then before I knew it, it was like, I tried, I started like a little online store, started doing stuff like that. It was like, yeah, it started like building and I was like, wow. And then it started looking like this could be like a career or a job, you know, like down the line. So it all kind of started from like, I was a little bit spiteful from someone not buying like art from me to what I'm doing now. (laughs) It sounds funny, but. Yeah, that's like kind of the loose start of it. Yeah, well, yeah, I think a lot of uh, with skateboarding too. You know, I think there's like a lot of that creativity is there on the decks and you know the different you know, yeah trying to really have your own personality and your own crew. And so I think that's kind of kind of you probably be inspired without realizing it, which is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, and then I don't know, and then like I started like I started drawing these like characters, and I always like always was like a fan of like things like movies or tv shows that like built their own world kind of stuff like whatever you call it like the simpsons to i don't know star wars harry potter anything that like had its own world and i like really wanted to like make my own kind of you know characters and world in my way so but mine was just more existing on t-shirts in the beginning and and then it like grew to some other things so i have like a full like story and stuff for like my timber timber side of the art that I've, I've, I've been developing over the years and then uh, I don't know it's but now I do much more than just t-shirts and skateboards and I'm, I'm doing beer labels and murals and everything but it all just kind of grew from like the t-shirt stuff and, and I don't know where it'll go hopefully it goes bigger and better but who knows yeah it's, I mean it seems it's gone from t-shirts to you know travel world and murals and what have you obviously yeah it's really uh it's been it's been growing at a, at a nice rate now a lot of the themes on the, on the timber side is that is kind of like nature and it's kind of like a pacific northwest vibe to it you know is that are you a big kind of nature guy or is that you know, how did you kind of come up with your, your characters because they all kind of uh, seem to kind of play off that i don't know when i was developing like uh the first like characters and stuff the the designs that like i didn't sell to that shop they were kind of themed in that way and i mean i kind of drew that stuff because i I think like i I did like that that kind of backdrop for for stuff like the kind of foresty um vibe so like i kind of like when I set out when i I, like early on i like was like i want to make like a world and a story and and I really just wanted to do it like in that in that because uh, I don't know maybe it's like a thing because I'm from Los Angeles so yeah like, that's what I mean that's I why really to me it doesn't really forest yeah, yeah. but I, I always saw it as like I don't know maybe it's like an escape kind of thing it's like I I don't live next to it you know it's like uh, I don't know I don't know how else to like it's like maybe if I because maybe more typical for me would be to like draw waves and like the beach. Yeah. But I just think like I already see so many people doing that in like around the beach neighborhoods and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of wanted to like do something that's out out of where I live, you know? Like, so yeah, a lot of people think I'm from like Oregon or something, but no, it's just a. It's just like a, a backdrop for the story, and I kind of chose it to be like a way, you know. It's just it was just more fun to play around in than something that was like right in front of me. 
I think it's yeah, I think it's great because because I you know, before I spoke to you, I was like I and I didn't know when you said you're in L.A. and you're from L.A. and then kind of it definitely sparked the curiosity of like okay, this is definitely doesn't have that you know big city vibe uh-huh. to it. Even mean even the name of your business, right? You know, Timber. It's like it's you know that's uh or your personality. You know, yeah. Is so I, I like that yeah. the escapism of it. I mean, that's a beautiful power of art is to tell stories of places that you know we've never been yeah and, and and i think the reason why people are thinking like from because it's a natural place but if i like for example if i drew like mermaids and underwater scenes all day they wouldn't think i'm like from <laughs> in yeah. the water you yeah, know right I mean? but you're, it's the same oh you're kind a fish idea, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah if i drew like i don't know stuff in space with planets and everything all the time and aliens they wouldn't think of you know but it's just like i just have to choose like one that's like you could live in so people kind of think that but I mean, and I'm not unfamiliar with it. I like, you know, go camping and all that stuff. And I've been to the Pacific Northwest a bunch, but I kind of make it like this more general. Like it could be in like Minnesota, it could be in Oregon. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it's not like super regional. Like, you know, I choose like different kinds of trees and maybe like a combination of like more Northern forest. Like, I don't know imagery it's not really specific to like one region it's just like it's like it's it's the fantasy kind of forest hey it's awesome man so yeah i definitely yeah, I, I, you've probably gotten that question a bunch so i, I do appreciate you uh you answering that and nope now the the next question is there's also you also have and feelings like uh you know feelings yeah. chatty now what's what's the what's the story with with, fe- with feelings more of just like so Timber to me is like a project that I'm working on that is like, it has like a plot, a story, and I'm trying to make a book and everything like that. It has like characters and they interact with each other and it's a whole big thing. But then I always had these like little side doodles all the time that wouldn't fit into the story. Or I just wanted to express myself in maybe like not an outside of the Timber world way but I didn't want to like put these things into the timber world. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I always wanted to start something else, even if it's just like a little, like one second idea and just have, it's just more loose because timber is very like strict. Like this character does this and he has these things, these person, this personality and all. With the feeling stuff. It's just like little, maybe little feelings I wrote down on a page or something that I could just, put on a t-shirt or whatever and it was just a fun a fun like kind of outside timber outlet like there was no story there or anything like that it's just like idea individual ideas that just exist on their own without being connected to this whole world because with the timber stuff i really try to make like if i make like a t-shirt design for example it's like that is telling so many like it's telling like a part of a bigger story worth the feeling stuff. It's just like eh, and I haven't done much with it yet, but I'm planning to do a lot more with it soon. Just like find more art that I've doodled and just print it and, and stuff like this. And and from a business standpoint too, it's like I get a lot of good customers with like timber that like. They follow it. They buy like all the shirts and whatever, and they're, they're familiar with like the characters I draw. But then there's like I know of a whole other customer base that's like they don't really care about 
this kind of like nerd story kind of culture. They just they just want something, you know, that's just a T-shirt that has something clever on it or whatever. And that's more of like the feelings market for me. And I just it, it's just another fun outlet kind of thing. I think it's thoughtful. I mean, I definitely, and you're right. There's folks who just like might fall on your site because they, you know, clicked down a couple, you know, links and found a shirt they really liked, and they're not trying to buy into what you know the the vibe. Now, what is yeah, the? They, they, yeah, it's like really a specific vibe there, and if they're not feeling it, you know, then I have maybe feelings. Well, I will have a lot more of it coming out, and so I'm going to try to do both. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's the? What is the kind of? Without giving the book idea away, what's the what's the timber story? Kind of what's the what's the kind of um, the timber story? It's like like the loose loose story. It's like I have it's like there's technically there's like five main characters that are on one side, and then there's like four other characters that like help the story be driven that I, you don't really see yet in the graphics, but I'm developing them, but um, it, it's like I have this like origin story of like how they came to be, and it's like four of them are like brothers that got kind of like all had a I guess like weren't happy in life or something, so they like went to try to solve this problem. They all solved it in a different way and like became different. That one of them got like a curse. One of them died. One of them has a job he doesn't like. One, you know, like you know. So it's like within these, with these, within these characters, there's like all these kind of like fun storylines that I have. And then like the Bigfoot character is kind of like the narrator of it all, and he's the one like observing most of like the the people. But it's like it really reflects on like a lot of things from my life. Uh, it's like for I, I guess for me it's like every Timber character is like a different personality I have that I feel like you know I'm kind of a businessman so I have kind of a businessman there and then I'm kind of uh, this person and then I'm kind of this person and you know just to so it's like it's easy to like illustrate and write their part of stories by just tapping into like you know that part of me um yeah, I don't know. That's it's it's it could get more complicated explanation, but it might take forever. But so anyway, I'm trying to like make a a book that's like how these characters are existing in this world, and another group of characters, kind of how it that the plot is like driven by these other characters that kind of get thrown into this world, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Of, yeah, so you've been working on it for even. Yeah, you've had timber for you know, over ten years now, so I can only imagine. Yeah, the trying to summarize up this story yeah. of these guys. Now, is it on? Is it the bygone, the follower, the keeper, the trader? Is there another one? Um, there's yeah, there's the keeper. That's like the Bigfoot one. Um, yeah, there's like there's more. There's one. It's it's funny. It's like so. Um, there's like each there's like a character that I have that's rarely seen, and and like so, I have a part of me that I'm always traveling, 
So like I have a character to reflect this. So he's never into designs, but that's like a reflection of my life because I'm never home. It's like so like it's like almost like an invisible character you see sometimes, but she's like one of the the brothers or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty. That's pretty deep, Chad. Right? You're there, but you're never there, and so yeah, it's hard to see. Him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I. But then I, I don't know. I have. Um, I have like, make sure I'm. Yeah, you got the runner. I'm finding all these ones. The runner, the father. You got a bunch of folks, right? Yeah. See, yeah. The runner is like the one that's never seen. He's like kind of like, like a nautical one, like always sailing around. I mean, in my story, he's the only one with the like all the timber. The main characters like live like isolated and the runner is the only one that has like connection to the outside world, but he's never, he's never, I don't know, seen really. And then the father one is like the father of, I have a one called the father that's uh, like the father of the four brothers or whatever. And then like, then I have other ones that like drive the plot. I don't know. I have one called the holder. That's like a three yard Yeti. That's like they went to go solve their problem to him. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to like it's hard to do it on the spot. Like recall all these things, you know. But yeah. Anyway, I'm trying to put that together on top of everything else. Yeah. I'm doing. But I'm in no right. I'm yeah. in no hurry to do it because the longer I wait, the more it develops for me. And it's like you know maybe. A few times a year, I like add something that you know works to the story, and then there's a lot of parts that I'm like, oh man, there's there's something missing here, and it just comes with time. So over this ten years, I've really have like made a lot of connections and built the story that's it's getting like pretty deep and and almost there that compared to like five years ago when if I would have pushed it, it might've been not so interesting, you know? So time, time kind of writes it, you know what I mean? So that's why I'm in no hurry. And I'm just gonna, and I'm slowly like drawing pictures for this book and doing all the stuff like this and, and adding to it. But it, it's just, yeah, it's not my priority because I like that. I keep, you know, making it better over time. Now you said I got enough deadline. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think you need to have one thing that's kind of a little more free form and uh, kind of orga- mm-hmm. organic over time. Now, what you talked about your drawing it. Now, what is your preferred? Like, how are you doing these drawings? You know, your yeah. I've seen well. You, what's your typical mediums? It's it's usually like what I enjoy the most is like a piece of paper and like a brush pen or like a brush with a bottle of ink. Um, so that's what I prefer to do. And that's what I have. I have drawers filled with drawings, like in my, at my house of just originals on paper. But lately I, I, I mean, I got like an, one of these like iPad pros. It's like you could draw on like an iPad. So now I choose between so for a lot of like jobs and stuff, I use the iPad Pro, but for the stuff that I still really want to like hold in my hands, I'll like 
still sit down on the paper. So it allowed me to do more work in a certain amount of time having this like iPad now. And, but I don't have as many like physical copies of like originals anymore. And I've been doing this for like a little bit less than a year now. So I'm still kind of new, but it's really helped me to do more projects in the world because I have more time. Yeah. A lot of folks are kind of going down that, but I've heard that story too. Like they just kind of miss the fact that there's not like a, something they can go back to and like feel or touch. So it, it, yeah, that's the really, that's the hardest part because I don't know that my favorite part about doing all of this, it's like I could hold my time. You know what I mean? It's like, it, Oh yeah. I never thought a lot of way. people, their time, their time just goes by and it's like, there's nothing to show. Look, like if I lay out everything on the ground or whatever, it's like, wow, there's my whole history of 10 years. Like, and I, I really like that. It's like almost every day. It's like you can see something that I made during one of these days. But, you know, and I'll always like, like write a date on my drawings and stuff. And, but now it's like getting fewer and fewer. But I do like really important drawings still and stuff I really want to hold. But I guess I have digital files of it, but it's just not the same. You know, it's, I don't know. And it also, it, it changes the art a lot because I like, clean it up instantly. But the, like, the paper stuff has a little bit more of like a yeah, handmade quality to it or whatever. And we are back. You're listening to Chad Eaton, Timber PS, TimberPS.com and TimberPS on the gram of Insta. We're going to get to the stuff with Great Notion coming up. Really cool to hear about his process. Big fan of his work. This song will make a little bit more sense in the second segment. But really just great experience to, to speak with Chad. Like I said, someone we've admired for a while. His work is really unique. Been trying to hunt down some Great Notion for a while. And he really was just a perfect pairing when they finally went to the, the cans. A good old canning solution. And they've been just crushing it with those. And so... It's cool to hear about how he works, being able to travel the world. You know, as someone who travels, you know, quote unquote, you know, around for work, it's it's an interesting perspective because if you follow along with his social, and he's not even posting things in real time, he's a very busy man, and so it was cool just to you know, to get a few of his his time, get some insight. Love, 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 love. It'd be good stuff. So we're definitely going to get one of those pieces. Hopefully get something up here in the studio. I think it'd be a nice, nice pairing. I know my wife would agree. We have so many, so much art. It's episode 78, so it's a Tentai Yocho. So you can just imagine the amount of you know, stuff we have here. And so we're looking for, as Great Notion found, a canning solution. We're looking for a framing solution. So it's something we're working on we'll report back to you but you're listening to the 16 ounce canvas the art of craft beer podcast episode number 78 chad eaton timber and feelings great notion brewing remember when you see stuff you like out there and some of you are doing it and we thank you use the 16 ounce canvas hashtag now you're going to say aj what is the 16 ounce canvas hashtag whenever you're putting up some posts or some information that you think is useful whether you're an artist or a designer or you know one or you saw a really cool can 
we don't use the you know beer porn or any of that stuff. We've we've taken it in, taken it by control. So it's pound sign, number sign, tic tac toe, one six O Z, sixteen ounce canvas, and we'll find it. We'll find you. If it's on Instagram, it automatically posts to our website, and so it's really just a, a great opportunity to be able to find people and find more people from around the world. So. The journey, the mission, the adventure continues. We hopefully have some stuff we can announce for uh, next year. And I promise you, we have the the grade eight, the season eight, the twelve pack all lined up. We just got to finalize the the posting on the on the site so we can you know, propagate out to the to the masses. I don't know what the smaller word of masses is. Maybe the mass. My family. My two friends. I don't know. Some of these jokes don't really go over so well. But my name is AJ. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. Let's get into part two. Some good goodies here for you. You don't want to miss this opportunity to check it out. But hey, you're already here. So I don't need to send you the website. You're probably there. Or maybe you're on the iTunes. If you're on iTunes, this will be our last pitch. Hit the stars. Leave a review. It helps other folks find out about us. Or just share us. Retweet us. Do any of that. Any of that stuff all the kids are doing. But until next time, we'll be here. So let's get back into it. Part two, Chad Eaton, 16-ounce canvas, episode number 78. With that, you know, with the, the, the hand-drawn stuff, though, I mean, because your work is so detailed, how do you, like, with different versions or, or changes? or Yeah. Does that really kind of depend? So, yeah. I do, like, you know, I start, I start off everything with like a little thumbnail sketch and then like I'll blow that up, refine it and then do another one, refine that one. So it's usually like the minimum I have like three versions. If I'm doing it on like paper, like I'll have like the thumbnail, the rough draft and then the final. And then sometimes if you go up to like, you know, some of these really detailed kind of, I don't know if you've seen that, like, thing that I did with like, the bar scene. I mean, that's, like, six versions of orchestrating all that chaos. So, like, you know, I started on, like, a little envelope with, like, a little tiny sketch of, like, a few guys at a bar. And then it went to, like, oh, now there's 10. And I think the final one, there's, like, 50 people in it, and they're all doing different things. So I kind of, like, keep, drawing it and changing it and then I go okay this looks like it's orchestrated pretty well and I'm going to go to the final and and then it takes me I don't know hours and hours and hours to to fill in but it is a lot of work beforehand but I've gotten better at that over time too so now if I was to do that same thing I could do it in like you know a quarter of the time as when it took me before because I've got I've gotten it's almost gotten to the point where I'm like I would rather try to do simpler things because the really detailed orchestrated things have gotten like kind of easy for me to like figure out lay out and do so now I'm like huh like the feeling stuff is a good example it's like really basic and simple but it's like for me it's like something bold and simple is like a new challenge instead of some chaotic, really detailed drawing. I, I like that I can do both. Yeah. Cause the, to me, yeah, there, I, I love those cause there's so much detail that you can yeah. really, really dive in and find like new pieces, kind of like little hidden Easter eggs or what have you throughout. 
Yeah, and, so, and um, I really like hiding stuff in, in that. It's, and I still do it. I just finished one, I mean, for Element with like a whole painter's scene. And there's like a bunch of painters painting a house. And there's all kinds of crazy stuff hidden in it. And like weird little metaphors. and I don't know, stuff you don't notice until like you're looking at it for a long time. And it's really fun. But like I said, I could do it so fast now. I'm like, I don't know. I just now like to do simple stuff also. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really liked the, one of the most recent ones, the, the spill paint, the series that you did for you know, element. Those are, I really like the, yeah. those murals. It's just kind of like, yeah. it's nice. Cause they're so big to see the, like the detail of your characters on that, you know, larger of a scale. It really just kind of it shines through. Yeah. That's what in Europe I was like doing like a little like kind of promotional tour for, it was it was a uh, kind of like they're presenting it to like the to be sold. So it's like it still doesn't come out for like six months or something. But it's like we just finished the collection. There were samples made. So now I'm like at trade shows and like sales meetings, and I paint at the mural. So like the sales reps could like see it. They get excited and all that. So yeah, I made a poster for that. That's also the catalog and it's a whole little like sub story and that's the thing about like with element stuff i use the timber story within them like it's like another outlet for timber and so i I tell like little like episodes of kind of the the timber story within element that's like part of my I'm, i'm i'm under contract with them to like do a collection every season and i usually choose like a little like sub kind of story to do for like a little clothing collection with skateboards and whatever. So that's another fun little thing. Yeah. You're uh your 12, 14 year old self is like, you know, pretty, pretty geeked out, right? You're working for uh you know, doing skateboard work, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like, what? Yeah, sure. It's funny. It's like, I never became like a pro skateboard or anything, but I have my name on tons of skateboards in the timber form. Like, and yeah, it's it's funny. It's like I, I never thought that I'd be, you know, having all this stuff like this. But it's fun for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of decks. Yeah, like yeah, you've got a ton of decks. Yeah, and, yeah it's cool. So yeah, so let's uh, let's talk a little beer now. How did you kind of uh, you know how did you team up with the crew at you know Great Notion? Because I, I and looking at it, it, kind of it has the timber story as part of those new. Yeah, yeah like I stuff. tried to change the characters a little bit and like, I don't know, just to like give them their own. Like my, if you look at both my keeper and their like Bigfoot, it, they're a little bit different just to like give them their own little stamp of like, this is their, their guy. But they just hit me up out of the blue. I don't know how, I don't know if they just found me on Instagram or what, but um, yeah, so they just like, they just messaged me and they said, yeah, yeah, we were thinking about making some beer cans or trying to choose an artist and can you make some sketches for us to see if we can go with you? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. And, you know, I guess they liked it. And then, uh, yeah, I think I've done like 15 labels now or something, something around there and it keeps going. I just finished one yesterday, actually. So now it's becoming like a whole thing where every time they have like a new flavor, I'm like doing a new character based on that flavor. It's it's pretty fun. And it's also because I don't usually use a lot of color. 
but for them, they, they really enjoy the color. So like, it's a little bit fun to like jump into some colors sometimes because I, I don't do it so often. Yeah, well, I, I, that's one of the reasons I was drawn to you. Is I'm a huge, uh, I'm a fan of black, just black and white. You know, I just think the the simplicity yeah. of it is usually really kind of you know is is nice to see. So that and like I said, you know, the the detail, the thick lines. So it, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of cool that you know, to kind of add some color to that. You know, a few folks I've interviewed uh, Mike Lawrence, who does work with Tired Hands. He only really did black and white, and they wanted him to add some uh-huh. color too. And it was like a it was, you know, it was like a, you know, it wasn't ideal. It wasn't what his first choice was, but that's kind of where it went, you know, just because if you do everything black and white for the same, it, it, you know, uh-huh. so, but yeah. Yeah, it was the new one I just saw are coming out, you know, with the level when you call me Big Papaya, you know, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a little nod to, to Biggie, you know, which is cool. And uh, yeah, the Mandela. So it was, yeah, yeah it's, that, it's kind of cool. Yeah, fun one. Yeah, I just did one called like Homecoming that'll be coming out, but it's just like, a Bigfoot in a prom, like a homecoming prom dress. <laughs> like another guy in like a white tuxedo. It's ridiculous, but I'm sure you'll see it yeah. on their feed, you know, probably soon or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's cool. It's fun to like do these. Like I never, <laughs> I don't know. It's like when I'm telling people what I'm working, I'm drawing a papaya with a boombox. Like it's so random. Like, yeah, but it's, it's, it's a fun, uh, I don't know fun to develop these kind of characters when they have like a whole set of them now yeah i think yeah. it's fun because so, yeah, yeah i think it's cool because yeah i think it's fitting with your you know the the timber vibe of you know people thinking you're in the pacific northwest but yeah i i, yeah. I, us- I usually don't uh yeah i usually i haven't i haven't had their beer until like a couple of days ago i finally i usually try not to if i haven't had it before i talk to the artist like i don't know it's a weird thing but i usually don't drink it before i talk to you but Oh uh, well, okay. Well, like no, just because the idea. I mean, that be, I had the blueberry muffin, and if the crew's listening there, and Uncle uh, Paulie, I think he's a Big Eagles guy, so go Eagles. Yeah. But it, my thought is that if the beer sucks, which it didn't, but if it sucks or I don't like it, then that's not your fault. Like you're just you know you're not making the no. stuff inside yeah. the can. So I don't. My wife thinks it's a little weird, but I don't know. It's just kind of like as a process like to not to not have yeah. any like any of my senses be you know be skewed but it, it worked out perfectly so it was it was pretty incredible so if anyone out there wants to send yeah. some blueberry muffin we'll, we'll drink that we'll drink them all day it was awesome yeah blueberry muffin yeah it's like one of the, my favorite flavors like i tried most of them that and I, I usually like before i did stuff with them i didn't really like like kind of flavored special beers but if they do it a good way or something, I don't know. I like them all. Like I don't know. Everything is yeah, it tastes great. Uh, yeah. So they just hit you up, and that's and and you know, and kind of yeah. from there. They just hit me up, and and now we're here, and I'm I'm still doing doing the labels. Yeah. I mean, I've done like some small other breweries in the past like a handful of them and you know every time you know but not this is like probably done the most for them by far i think my record before was like four cans for some small brand and i mean brewery in canada once and, and then uh i do i mean i do some other i'm doing a rum label right now so i don't just do beer 
I do, you know, other like little distilleries and stuff, or that often do some wine that I might come up soon. And, yeah, some kind of all over the place. You don't sound very busy, Chad. You really don't seem like you've got enough. You know, your fucking plate's pretty full, bro. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so what's the process yeah. with the beer? Like, they just like do you have a okay we're coming up with you know releasing this beer in a couple of weeks we need to what's the kind of what's yeah, the how's that going? Message me and they'll be like oh we need to start working on whatever and they usually have like a concept they want to go with or occasionally they say like what are you thinking you know and i mean like for example like the big papaya was like i did like one that looked a little bit too much like Notorious B.I.G. And, and then the night just said, like, uh, they, they wanted to go in like a different direction. I'm like, the night threw like the Hawaiian stuff in there more. And that, you know, it's like a back and forth process. And some of them are like right away. Some of them take a few tries or, or whatever. And it's, I mean, they have one coming out called Key Lime. That's like a flamingo. And that one was like instantly first try, and that was that was really cool. Um, and then I don't know, it's yeah, it's there's did you see the one called Luminous? Yeah, like an eye, Illumina- like Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just pretty much that one. They just said, "Do you have any ideas for something called Luminous?" And I just drew that, and and so you know, sometimes they have the idea, sometimes I do, or. It's, it's, pretty, it's I mean, a pretty dope eye. Like I, that's a pretty dope. Yeah, it worked out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, really cool. Now, what's the character? Who's the character? Uh, kind of the, the top hat, kind of bearded guy. He's in. I guess in a lot of the juice ones. So he must be like the IPA logo. Yeah. So that's like. Yeah, it's, it's their juice box, and they have the juice box junior one. So there's like a little one and a big guy. It's like the kind of mini me of that. Right. Right. It kind of resembles like my trader character. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's their juice box character. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because he appears on like the the Mandela and the Guava, so he's kind of a, yeah, he's definitely a popular yeah popular cat. Yeah, he's uh he's one one of the ones. I mean, it, it's cool too. It's like every time they do like a variation of a flavor, we use the same character with like a different get up on it or something. And yeah, so it's uh, hopefully it's like a, they build an army of characters that it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you do those? Do you do those with the uh, with the iPad Pro? So yeah, is that? Do you... Yeah, because usually they need them in like a hurry and like or something and. And I'm I'm traveling. At the, at first I didn't, and then I got the iPad Pro and I was traveling. And they need like three labels, so I'm like, yeah, now. I'm, but it's the same kind of process. It's like I sketch it and do a, you know. But it's just I don't have to like scan it and like vector. You know, I just could do it like a little bit more fluid and faster and send it to them faster. Also, so I could like send them the sketch directly from an iPad instead of like taking a picture or scanning it. And, you know, sometimes, you know, if you just got like about a week, they need a new label. So that definitely helps get those deadlines there. Well, yeah, I think that, yeah, I think the fact that like, you know, the juice, you know, with the uh, you know, juice box guy really allows it to to have unique labels. But, you know, like 
for the same kind of character. And so I think that's, I think it's, I, I think it's really mm-hmm. cool. It'd be really easy for them just to, you know, come up with a templated one where they just kind of change the name on the, on the saw or something like that. But you know, it's really, I think yeah. it's really, I think it's been. That really, was supposed to be for like the seasonal one, where yeah, where they change the name on the saw. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I feel like if it's popular enough, they'll have me do a legit label. Yeah, they're dude. I mean, I think that they're, I mean, I they were they were in their own place before, but I think that the the labels, especially with the the trade and beer culture, you know, I think it makes them even you know people yeah. people definitely love to have them. So like I said, we got that, and we I think the the double stack, which is the the bear crushing some maple syrup pancakes, which was pretty uh-huh. pretty dope too. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, and I've gotten quite a bit of a following from doing their labels too, like with this, the beer culture, and it's really cool because I do have like you know, some kind of like bar posters and stuff. So I've you know some people buy those. It's always like a good like cross promotion. Yeah, and I haven't really promoted that I've done them yet because I haven't wanted to pick up more work. And I know <laughs> as soon as I like post, I mean, I don't post a lot of things right away because i usually wait until like okay i have some free time i'll i'll post this thing i did last year because i you know i'll get 10 other people asking me to do like freelance and i just don't have time for a lot of new things right now so it's it's not that i'm not showing it it's like more of like i have to answer like 20 emails about like i don't have time at the moment (laughs) yeah yeah and then one of the one other thing i noticed was that uh that you've done a few Avid Brother posters, right? Is that, do you do other gig yeah, posters? Yeah, I've done like five. Because um, I love those guys, so uh, I was just, I was kind of. Yeah, I've done like four or five of them, and I have like two more in the works at the moment right now that I need to really start cranking on because it's coming up. Um, yeah, the tour's coming up. Yeah, they just hit me up the same way. I think they saw me at, their their uh, tour manager saw me at a uh, Flatstock, the show in Austin. It's like a poster show. Yeah, I was randomly there one year, um, but I usually don't do a lot of gig posters. And for me, it's like uh, that's a whole nother world of, of doing gig posters. And usually, the deal is like you print posters and you keep some and you sell them, and instead of them paying you. But I just said like I don't. I didn't really have time to do that with the Avid brothers, but they were cool with that. And they just said like, Oh, we'll just pay you the art and the printing and, and you don't have to like, you know, we don't have to make that same deal. So, so, uh, I usually, I just keep, you know, some for myself to like save and then all the posters just go to them. But in the usual, that world, it's like the, the artist keeps like 20% of them or something and sells them. That's how he gets his money. But I didn't have time for that, so oh. that was like a cool thing. Yeah, so yeah, they just hit me up, and I've been doing. You know, I guess they do pretty well because they keep asking me to do more. And so it's always fun, and that's like another like break too. It's like kind of it's pretty open. They're pretty easy about what the art is. Like as long as it's not completely out there or ridiculous, I think they're okay with whatever. So it's a uh, it's kind of like a little vacation within my work to do stuff with them it's like they just go yeah, do what you want and that's what they do 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's nice. I mean, I have, I have too many uh, gig posters that are in a closet. They just getting stuff getting stuff framed is a whole other problem. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can figure that life to limb out, uh, I think that would be the million dollar idea. I, there's some new website that like apparently is supposed to be really cheap, but I don't know if they do what the quality of work is. I think I'm going to send them like a yeah. less less important poster and see what comes back. But it just yeah, four or five hundred bucks. I'd rather pay that on the on the art than on the framing, but. Somebody, some, I, I, it's crazy to me sometimes where it's like you could buy like a print or a poster and it's like you know thirty dollars or something, but then the framing like you know hundreds. It's like the frame is worth more than I bought the art for. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've gone in and be like, how much? And like, okay, we'll do this. And yeah, yeah. All right, that's six hundred bucks. I'm like, this poster was you know seventy five dollars. Like, I can't. Yeah. I can't I, I I can't do that, you know, so yeah. It's uh I think that'd be a whole nother it makes you wanna like get into the premium business. <laughs> yeah, exactly, effort. yeah, exactly. It's like Marco, yeah. Or like some sort of <laughs> some sort of like package like, you know, work with folks like yourself and like share the pro you know, okay, you buy this print yeah. from Tim and you get this, you know, here are your options for, you know, framing and just set, send it to them framed or something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's our yeah. maybe that's our idea. You got plenty of time, Chad. We'll, we'll pencil you in. You know, we'll, we'll do we'll do it up. All right. Well, well, well last question, man. I think, uh, and then we then I'll let you go because you probably you have like six deadlines you probably missed by being on here. Uh, what kind of uh, you know what's the scene like when you're creating? Like, what kind of what kind of tunes are you listening to? Like, what bands are you into? Like, you know. Uh, I don't know. I go back and forth between. I, I I like I probably like listen to a lot more like podcasts and things like that um, than music because it's I don't know I I like to learn as I'm doing things a lot so and then I also watch like TV shows but like kind of half watch them nothing I'm too like into so I don't know I anything going on in the background. But I don't really, yeah, do too much music in the background anymore. When I was younger, I did. Now I'm like, kind of enjoy more like the, the podcast and listening to people having interviews or learning about something like, you know, whatever dumb facts about the world or that's more of my thing these days. And I just like to learn a lot. Well, I got a podcast yeah. for you. It's pretty good. It's you know, I, I got a guy. Yeah. I got a guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely, yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah, that's so cool. All right. Well, yeah, no. Um, yeah, if you want to hit me out with just a couple bands you're into, like, it doesn't have to be when you're creating, and then we'll, we'll have to customize your uh, your episode with, like, some tunes just in the background when you're talking, like, in between the segments. Um, to be honest, I think, like, I've been slightly into, like, uh, like, kind of, like, the British invasion stuff from like the 60s like the, the zombies and stuff i really like are like the moody blues like I, that's what i've been listening to for the past while it's like, like old moody blues albums and things like that like more than anything new at the moment and i don't know it's hard to think of it on the spot <laughs> like what what i have what i've been listening to or whatever i wasn't prepared for that um yeah, right. All that stuff I asked you about your life, and it's like, what am I listening to? And be like, oh, all right, man. Well, thanks so much, dude. I love your stuff. So I'll definitely, uh, oh, thank uh you. yeah, thanks yeah, for reaching out. Yeah, definitely. I'll get something for the studio soon. So I appreciate it, and I'll talk to you soon, man. All right.
Yeah, talk to you soon. All right, yeah. watch it. Bye. All right. It's the time of the season to show you that. And there we have it, folks. The essential, the one and only Mr. Chad Eaton right here on the 16-ounce canvas. The Art of Craft Beer Podcast. If you're out there, you're a book person, get get on Chad, man. I mean, don't like harass him, but like he's working on that book and those characters are fucking awesome. And I think you'd really love to see them evolve. You kind of see behind the scenes and everything, so I don't know. If you're a publisher, you should reach out to Chad. We'll write the foreword. You know, we'll convince Chad. We'll become one of the characters. Be like the face made for radio and just be like a jacked up looking dude who's got like a smooth voice. You know, life imitating art or art imitating life. I don't know. We could go all day with this. But time is long and life is short. So we're not going to do that. We want to thank you once again for making the time to join us here at the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer, where we bring something unique to the craft beer industry, and we're excited to have you as part of the journey. This week's featured guest on episode number 78 was Mr. Chad Eaton. Timber PS is Instagram. TimberPS.com is the website. There's some really great prints on there. Get yourself a shirt. And didn't follow along on Instagram and see all the cool stuff he's doing, especially those murals that he was doing for Element. Some really cool pieces. I just love black and white, always have, always will. And so I just am always drawn to these artists that utilize the, the black and white thick lines. And some of those, uh, the spilled paint murals he did in uh, Europe are, are incredible. So we want to thank Chad again for being a part of the project. Thank Great Notion for making great beer, and thank you for listening each and every week. Some weeks we ramble, some weeks we don't, but each week we will let you know that we'll be back next week, and we thank you for your time. So until next week, cheers, my friend.